We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com. Hallelujah. 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 I can't feel you cry. Are we here? Amen. Auntie I miss you. <laughs> you are cold. Um, we just want to sing the song, Emmanuel. Amen. I believe that God is still alive. And he's still in the miracle business. He's doing so much for us. The Bible said, says Amen. that he said he would never leave nor forsake us. Jesus and we name. see the evidence every time. Amen. Amen. We want to sing the song. If you know it, you sing it with us. Amen. Amen.
we can see, we can recognize, we can feel. That is why we sing unto you that may your name be praised this afternoon for the life that you have given unto us, oh God. What a blessed life. What a prosperous life. What a victorious life, oh God, you have given unto us. We are grateful, your children. We come before you, O Lord, and we say that feed us through your word. Open down our eyes to be behold wondrous things out of your law. May the light continue to shine brighter, brighter, because the entrance of your word, it brings more light. It may we be wiser than our teachers because of your precepts. We honor you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. And then the saints say, Hallelujah. Please sit in the presence of the living God. Can it be possible, the brethren in the outer aisle, if you can move into the inner and then also ago. That's this week I was talking to the brethren, somebody, and then said, oh, I haven't seen you for a while. And the person said, Reverend, I, I came to church last week, last two weeks. I said, wow. I said, how? I didn't see you. I came with this person. And I remember that I, the person she came with sat here, so I saw. But she sat behind all the way to the back. So that means even though she was in church, I did not see her. Hallelujah. That is why I call. So if you can please, I don't see because of the lights. I can't see behind well the people sitting behind Auntie Evelyn right there. Unless I can really, really, I can see the concerns. But if you can move forward, we have space. If it's about COVID, you know, just sit, but just come in. Just come in, in there. Come to the inner aisle. Auntie Evelyn, please move. Even if you have a baby, please come. Come inside. The baby will not disturb. Anyone at my left-hand side here, please come, come inside. Including Auntie Michelle. Oh, you can? Okay. Yours is for medical reason. You have to give you glasses, so... It's a blessing. Beautiful. So we read Psalm 23. Can we read it again together? How many were blessed from uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? 
those joined us. Yeah, I want, you, I want you to watch out for the answers that God is going to give to you. Hallelujah. You know, the things of God, it will not be vivid to you. Hallelujah. So one of the things that we have to remember, the prayer topics, and then if you believed in what we did, and you know that God will answer it, just look out for it. Hallelujah. And I think it's appropriate even the message that we are sharing now. Are you with me? Yeah. Let's read Psalm 23. It will throw more light onto how to get the answers. Hallelujah. And how to recognize it. Hallelujah. Psalm 23. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. May everything that the Lord has said be our portion in the name of Jesus. Last Thursday afternoon, we were praying for the mercies of the living God. I need it, and I believe you also need it. That is why when many times people ask me, Reverend, how are you doing? I said, I always say, grace and mercy. Hallelujah. The grace is because that is why I am alive. But the mercies of God, even if I have, have, have made some mistakes, God has overlooked those mistakes, and I'm still here. Hallelujah. And therefore, the goodness and mercies will continue to follow you all the days, not some days, all the days of your life. So we started talking about the principles. We gave four principles. How many people do remember? We said that the first principle, God, uh-huh. What is the first principle? Where's Pastor Nana? I'm going to give a lot of points, so if we can begin to write, hallelujah, it will help us. As I'm preaching, look out for revelation. It is the revelation that you receive that changes everything. Are you with me, please? That is how I listen to messages. When somebody says something, the man of God says something, and he reveals something to me, I remember when we were trying to do something back home, and then I used to be on the phone all the time for those who, have, who are doing things back home, you know, irrespective of where the home is. You always follow up with phone calls. And it wasn't like now that we have, you know, WhatsApp that is, makes the communication much cheaper. Are you with me, please? So, 
I used to be on the phone all the time. You call, you are looking for status, they won't get it for you. They won't do one day. So, passes one of the passes meetings, and I don't remember, either 2010 or 2011, in Orlando, I, we, Apostle gave us a break, and I went to my room. In my, and then in my room, I was listening to a message. And then Bishop said, you are building and you have made yourself an armchair executive. You will not have anything. I remember it was in January. As soon as I left the room, I told Epi that next week I'm going to Ghana. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It's a revelation. It's a message that God was giving to me. That you cannot win by sitting here and then even the number of uh, um, uh, the phone bills I was paying, Verizon, a month it would be about around 300, 400. Because, you know what's up? You, know, you, you are calling local line from your home phone. Are you with me? So if you put two months together, you can buy a ticket. And lo and behold, when I went, even the electricity, you know, where I live, where I come from, to get electricity to your home, it's, a, uh, it's like gold. Yeah, and I, we needed five pillars to get it to where. So you just imagine, but in my two weeks over there, you know, one time we were around the neighborhood, and then as we were working, somebody said that since you've been here, the workers, they come early and they leave late. I said, eh. That is why Bishop will tell you that any project that we are doing, especially Mampo in the local area where he is, by all means, he will be there. By all means. Are you with me? So to, today, as we are going to, as God is going to speak to us, God reveals certain things. When he jumps out like that, it may not be for anyone. It may be you are the only person. I'm sure many people probably had listened to that message, but all of them maybe didn't apply to them. But to me, it was applying. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So, we said the first principle, God is an expert provider. Hallelujah. He is an expert provider. And the principle number two, we know we must be able to see when God is providing. Because God can put it by our leg or by your foot and you will not see. Hallelujah. One scripture that can come to my mind is when Hagar left the house with Ishmael and the Bible says that he left the, the son um, uh, a few feet away and then she was crying because she thought that since now our water is finished, daddy gave us water, now it's finished then let me leave the child, let us all die. Hallelujah. But when God visited her, she said to her that, rise up. What you need is just around by you. Hallelujah. And that is how she was able to save. Hallelujah. So we must be able to see when God is providing. The next one, we must understand how. How. The how. And I gave an example. Even the cocoa that has given where I come from a lot of benefits. I don't know how the man, Tetequashi man, brought the cocoa, but I'm sure it wasn't a big thing. It was maybe a few seeds that he was carrying, 
and then planted it. And later we found out that, wow, there are benefits in this thing that we can expand them. Hallelujah. But you just imagine when the man brought it and brought it home. If you don't take care, it can easily be put in a jar and then just leave it there. Meanwhile, all our hospitals, roads, I mean schools, everything, they were going to depend on this particular seed. Are you with me, please? Hallelujah. And then the last one, we must develop goals, the things that, and that is what we are lacking uh, seriously in Africa. Hallelujah. This cocoa seeds, uh, you know, at a point, because, you know, and the people that we, we work with, they are all business people, the nations. So they are also looking for a deal, and we are also looking for a deal, but they know that once we keep them, they can easily spoil, so we cannot preserve them. But if why can't we come to a point where even they don't give us the right uh, um, 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 price for the cocoa seeds, we will decide that either we will preserve it or we will decide to um, process it into the chocolates. Hallelujah. One of the things that it is coming out, and I'm sure if you go home, go and find out, a rare cocoa seed, it has ability to prevent cancer. That is why people drink the cocoa chocolate, the rare cocoa chocolate. It's not like the Milo that we drink. It's a little bit bitter. And I heard a doctor saying that the bitter, the better. Yeah. Anything that is bitter, much bitter, is better. I don't know how... You know, it's both of them, they are working, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yeah. So, and, you know, I didn't know until I saw somebody drinking it. Every No sugar, no milk. You just mix it. The powder, the cocoa powder, you mix it. Why can't we develop this and convince the world to know that this thing, it is critical to the cancer that we are fighting and looking for answers. That's why a doctor will tell you, I don't know if anyone, if anyone, a doctor has told you before, after you finish eating, get a small chocolate and eat it. How many have heard that before? After you finish eating, small chocolate and then you eat it. It is not the, it, that chocolate is not the chocolate that we sell here. The one that we have sugar in the middle. No. They are talking about the chocolate that we produce, the cocoa one. Hallelujah. So today we want to move on to 20, I mean, I don't, I don't think if I can give 20, not today, only 20, we are, we are going to go through the series. And I believe that this message will bless our lives. Hallelujah. It is already revealing a lot of things to me. It's giving me a lot of revelations and a lot of ideas. It is strengthening even some of the things that, wow, I have come to understand. You know, sometimes you know something, but you are not even sure until you hear somebody saying it all. I don't know about you, but the Word of God, you know, strengthens that the same mind, the same understanding that you have. It makes you, it gives you more confidence to that this is good and I need to continue to pursue it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? So we want to, we're going to talk about ways, maybe 20 ways by which God can 
provide for us or for you and I. Hallelujah. We read um, Genesis 129. I tell you, our projector brother at the back there, he's too good. You know. I hope you are writing notes because he's writing the notes for us now. Uh-huh. So. Genesis 1.29. So one of the first way is God can provide for us is through the trees and the animals. Hallelujah. God said, Behold, I have given, I have given you every hair bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree and in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be what for meat. I don't know if anybody can identify meat from this. Hallelujah. That is why I said that it tells me that and I strongly believe that we must eat meat, but we must eat less of it in moderation. Because God didn't want to introduce it until the people craved for it because of Egypt experiences. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So, the one is through, and then animals. You know where we come from? That's point, that's point number one. Hallelujah. Where we come from? You know, we don't take some of these things seriously. But one of the things I have noticed from YouTube and every watching Night Geo and National Geographic Geographic Channel or Geographic Channel or whatever they call Night Geo is that the Southern African countries, they really benefit from the safari that God has given to them. Hallelujah. Are you with me? In the United States here, they don't have that natural habitat like that. Only the Yellowstone. And if you watch the Yellowstone, you know, all those things, in fact, because they have worked so hard to preserve them. They don't have the things that we have in just in the natural. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But those are the things, and if we can develop that, you know, it has come to a point, and we will get there, that a nation, many nations in Africa must know that what God provided for us, because we have not been able to develop it well, as I was sharing in the cocoa, we need to look out for other things. Because I've heard that even the Chinese now, they are producing cocoa. They don't plant them, but they are producing them. Synthetic cocoa, right? <laughs> it's just to compete with us. So if we sit down, so have you noticed that the subsequent presidents, when the cocoa price doesn't work well, they struggle. Because we are not looking at But if we can develop some of the things that we have, the animals, for people to come and see. You know, you want to go and see a lion. You sit in your car and want to see a lion. And they have developed it. And these are some of the things that it can bring a lot of employment. They train them. It brings jobs to the villages. People will not travel to the cities. People will not even sometimes bother to travel outside. Have you seen a lot of South Africans here? By the grace of God, you find out. Yeah. Even when they come here, they don't want to stay. 
because they're not just, you know, they have the things that God has given to the nation. They have developed them to a point that it can also provide a lot of jobs for them. Hallelujah. Another way, the third, I mean, the second one God can provide is through marriage. Hmm. Hallelujah. For every Eve that God has created or has brought into this world or into this world, he has already provided the Adam. If we can only believe. Hallelujah. And the key here is the belief. Because one time, some years ago, I sat down. I was thinking, because I think a lot about the sisters that we are trusting God for. Hallelujah. So you must remember on Thursday, one of the prayer types I gave, I told Pastor Nana, Pastor Nana, I want us to pray for the brethren, for God to open marital doors for them. Hallelujah. And I, if we get a chance, we will pray more. We need to believe. But one of the things that I have come, also come to understand that as the person travels from 22 years all the way, somehow through the journey of the years, God will provide. God provides. But sometimes many people miss it. Did you hear what I said, please? The place is quiet to my liking. You know, I said that as the person travels from 22, I won't say 21, because I don't talk to many ladies when you are 21 years concerning, beloved. Hallelujah. But Reverend, we've been 22, but a child over here in 22 years probably has finished college. Is it true? Yeah. Even if the person will continue. Look, Parents, I want to say something. Can I, can I come down a little bit? Preach, Reverend. I, I ask myself a lot of questions. And many times I try to find answers through the word of God. Hallelujah. And anything that I'm doing, I believe that many people are also doing. Hallelujah. So, I have come to understand that sometimes, sometimes our direction, our guidance can also mislead. Hallelujah. Because if my child has finished college at the age of 22, and your intention is for the child to continue, one of the things I've noticed is that many parents normally, normally do not want to talk about marriage to their child. That means pay attention to your education. Concentrate. Finish school, then as for the marriage, it's always there. But get, look, that is why we said in the first principle, God is an expert provider. Your time is not his time. But the question is, principle number two, will you see how the way it will come, the principle number three, can you recognize it? Yeah. Because even if the child is going to do masters, what shows that the child cannot marry? Or if the child is doing farm D and the child has done three years, by the time the child has done three, four years, the child is 22 years. If you go to college at the age of 18, right? 
what, what shows that you cannot marry once you are still in college in your fifth and final year? I don't know. I mean, help me. I mean, if you can help me. Are we not trying to find answers? Yeah. Two. Uh-huh. Say it again. You perceive that it might be a distraction. If it is a distraction, then there's so many things that can come and distract the child. Including watching of TV, including watching of Oprah stuff on their phone, including um, um, watching movies, you You're know, preaching. including I mean, some of the students who even go and watch, I mean, when they are in college, they go and watch, I mean, their football and, I want to say football, American football. You are preaching. Right? Yeah. Prevention of that is also a distraction. <laughs> it also can disturb them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So I, one day I was sitting, I sat down, and I said, wow, can God give us, the, that is why I always like us to pray for wisdom and understanding. Because when God reveals, it removes certain veil that may not let you take certain decisions. Hallelujah. So I said that, no, it can be possible. The counsel that the child will need is that when you marry, it does not mean that you have to start farming Because you may not know how the seed will disturb the mother and the school can, you get it. But as for the marriage, you can. So should we have shepherds meeting after church? No, I'm ready to learn. I'm always, I want to learn. I have two young ladies, 22 and 20. Yeah. And we must not be shy to talk about those things with them. Ready at 20. Yeah. Some years ago, it won't be a topic to discuss. But now, oh, I'm always trying to, can I hear something, you know? Can we share something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When my other daughter, Ohima, came home, we were chatting, you know. I said, what are your expectations? You know. And I, yeah, I want to know your expectations. Tell me. Yeah. And they spoke very well. Whatever that they didn't say it well, I, you know, I brought it into the, the, the right, you know. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And that is how, don't be shy to talk about these things with your child, please. This is not one of the reasons why we are preaching, but what I'm trying to say is that God, we must believe. Imagine, look, I want to share with you, brethren, imagine the Israelites who did not believe that, who did not believe, number one, the Passover. What happened to them? Their firstborns died. And number two, when Moses said, we are going, what about those who did not believe that? Who are you? When I look around, how can we escape Egypt without Pharaoh bringing us back? 
what is the most um um the maximum security prison you know, the one that is surrounded with the water with that has um, crocodiles i think it's in california sorry Alcatraz, right yeah i believe that egypt at that time was like that if you live here that prisoner i've watched many movies when you you manage to escape the fence inside the river the crocodiles are waiting for you yeah you know that's how egypt was you see the red sea right there you see the wilderness remember the one the walks are running the wilderness for 14 years old it means it was really big and then when you cross all the, the jordan river and the, and the giants the, all of them they are waiting for you so what about those who said that you know what I don't know how you are going to protect us. I don't want to live here. And I'm sure some people, by all means, some people will stay. Some people will stay. Hallelujah. My dear sisters here, especially the sisters, let's believe it. It will not come the way it's supposed to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one. Because what I'm saying is so, because you found out that Caleb and Joshua, when they went to the promised land, because they believed, they were able to possess it. And they, even when it delayed, the faith was there. That's what we were sharing last Friday night. Hallelujah. Because of the faith Caleb had, at the age of 85, he was able to rise up and go and possess it. That's, it tells me that to God, your age is not anything. Just keep believing. The day that you switch your mind and say that now it is too late, it can easily be like that. It can easily be like that. But they believe. Those who did not believe, they didn't see the promised land. They ended up in the wilderness for 40 years and they all left. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The next one, how many points do you have, please? I have only two. The trees and the animals and the marriage. The next one. The next way by which God can provide for us is by traveling to another country or another place. Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 12, sorry, verses 1 to 3. I didn't know this. I used to say it for myself until when we were in Newark, one day it occurred to me. Even in this church, as I get to know the people of God, I can see that some people, they shouldn't have traveled. Hey, Reverend, what are you talking about? <laughs> but me, it was a must because I looked back and today, after I can look back, 
You know, Kofi used to say that, hey, Reverend, you love America. It's not because I love America. <laughs> because where I came from, if I look at 23 children with this cocoa farm, but he couldn't take care of us, that I was at the mercy of my mom, and then my mom was a petty trader, and then we were also seven, and I was the last one, even though I was the last one, my siblings didn't have enough strength even to support me. Look, I have no choice but to, to do what? To travel. to travel. And there's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Genesis 13. Let's read it. Pastor Nana, 1, 12. Genesis 12, verse 1. Yeah. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy country, and from thy father's house. Unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Mm. Verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. Can you see the provision? Oh, yes. And I will bless you, and make you a great, great nation. nation. Not only the blessings. After the that. blessings, I will be your defender. Anyone who attempts to derail the blessing, I will fight with the person. And Amen. anyone who attempts to curse you, I will also fight with the person. Amen. Abraham's prosperity was tied to the traveling from his home country to another place, irrespective of the country. It was Canaan that God told him. But once you have your spiritual backing, let me say it again. Abraham had the spiritual backing. In other words, you need to sit down and pray about it and descend and see which one will work for me? Do, do I have to travel or I have to stay here? Do I have to go to Atlanta or I have to stay here? Do I have to travel to Philadelphia or I have to stay in New York? Mm. Are you with me? Yes. That is the key. His father was going to Canaan. Mm. And then in the middle of the journey, lost a son, lost father. And he ended somewhere. And then God came and said, I want to bless you. If you read Genesis 24, verse 1, give me Genesis 24, verse 1. When Abraham wanted a wife for Isaac, look at the description that God gave. And Abraham was old and was stricken in age. And the Lord had done what? Blessed Abraham in what? In some things. If you read this account, you see even the gold and the things that the servant took with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Uh, but Reverend, do you want to say that well, those back home, I want to, that's the, the next point. The another way that God can <laughs> that provide for us is for us to stay in our country. It's a point, please. A point. That's the next point. I just want to balance it so that you can say that. Now, when we went to church, Reverend country. said, all of us, ah, New York, we are tired. We will relocate. Staying in your country. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Yeah. If, no, concerning the traveling, no. If Joseph had decided to see his dream through by staying where he was, ah, they would have just killed him. His, his blessing, 
his dream to come to pass was tied to the fact that he has to travel out from the kindred and from the family. And I don't know why I was sharing with you on the Thanksgiving day that some of us, we, you know, as we are going to celebrate Thanksgiving, sometimes we need to be careful, you know. Here comes the dreamer. If you stay with them, if Abraham had stayed, I tell you, I don't know what would have happened. Ruth, the same thing. A Moabite. Who? Oh. Yes, got opportunity to marry. And you and your friend, you marry the same, I mean, siblings from one mother. And then the husband, the, Naomi lost the husband. And then these sons, they married, um, 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 am I saying it right? Yeah, Opa and Ruth. They married their sons. And their sons died. And then Naomi said, I'm going back to my home country. This girl saw something in this woman. And that is the, another key. That's why I say that, look, we need to trust God. I've said so many times in this church that the spirit of discernment is so critical in everything. Discern. I don't know what she saw. And said, anywhere you go, I can see something. Say, your God. Look at the God that you serve. I may not know that God. You know, I'm a, I'm a gentle, I don't know, but I, there's something I can sense. Can you see this lady sitting here and see that there's something about this lady, even though she's young, but there's something about her that there's, yeah, I can see that my future or my development and my destiny can be tied to this. And that is what we are struggling with. Are you with me, please? I trust God all the time. All the time. Look, one of the things I've noticed is that, wow, for us to be here in the Manhattan church, eh, it's not by accident. Amen. Apart from the service and serving, eh, I, God has blessed me by giving me a lot of ideas just relating with the people of God here. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Now, if you want to look for Ruth, you'll find out that Ruth, the book of Ruth, comes just before First Samuel, Second Samuel. I don't know why they put it there, but the only reason I can give is that they wanted to introduce the book of Ruth so that we will know where David comes from. Because David is very critical in First Samuel and Second Samuel. Ruth married Boaz and they, she gave birth to Obed, and Obed gave birth to Jesse, and Jesse gave birth to David. That is why they say that David said that you may be thinking David, David is from that and but he said he's from the, 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 the he's, he's from Bethlehem. Because that is where Boaz was. When they left Moab, they went back to Bethlehem in the book of Ruth. Am I saying it right? Yeah, the land of bread, if, you, if, if we do remember. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Then somehow, by just traveling, this lady has been able to insert herself to one of the most important lineage that we can see in the Bible. Hallelujah. And through that Joseph route that Jesus Christ came. Are you with me, brethren? Are you happy that you have traveled to come here or... You are now going to, we are still going to say certain things. I'm giving my life. The only thing, please, bear with me. The only example I can have more is my life. 
Hallelujah. And that is why I've come to understand that to me, to me, based on my background, based where I come from, based if I had stayed, you know, and I made an effort to stay, it did not work. I saw that the only way out, and sometimes some of you, you become the light of your family. Before the, light, the family to have light, you have to travel. If there was a ministry in me, if I had stayed in Ghana, I don't know. But when I traveled, it linked everything from Epi Palm, from Reverend Ray to come to New York to look for a church. We ended up in Lighthouse. I never heard Lighthouse when I was in Ghana. Oh, yeah. I never heard it. Campus, London, I never knew. traveling. And then when you stay, Genesis chapter 12. Wow. Oh, 26, sorry. Can I share, share the points with you, please? Please bear with me today. Hmm. Yeah. I'm even rushing through. Yeah. Because some of us, we have to travel to fulfill certain prophecies. Yeah. Joseph didn't know that he was fulfilling a prophecy. In Genesis 15. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Everything that he was going through, he was fulfilling a prophecy. He said, I, I don't, it's okay. Have you thought about how, when they said that, hey, here comes the dream, and let's kill him. And then Reuben said, no, 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 no. What can we gain? This ruby guy that was just misbehaving with the father's wife said that we can't kill our, our own sibling. We share blood. It's not good. Let us, let us just put him in this hole. And then Judah was thinking, was thinking. Then, and then Ruby's mind was that when they leave, he will come back and take him out. You know. Then somehow, as they were eating, then they saw the traders coming. And then Judah said that. Why don't you let's sell him? They didn't know that they were fulfilling prophecies. And as you travel, that's what I'm saying. The key is the spirit of discernment. When God is your backing, you are moving with God in mind and God being your support. You will succeed. I tell you, you will succeed. Hallelujah. It does not mean that if you also stay, like what the same key, Genesis 26, Genesis 26, my dear. From verse 1 to 6, and then I think verse 12. Genesis 26, 1. Mm -hmm. And there was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Mm -hmm. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land. Can you see the key again? Yes. The Lord appearing. To me, if I read it like this, I don't know if God stood in front of Isaac like the way God was talking to Moses. But it is idea many times it comes. It is con con having conversation with somebody many times. That's why I was telling you that watch out for your answered prayers Amen. as you have fasted and you have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Probably you may be confessing with me and I will, be, I will say something. Are you with me? Oh, Pastor Nana, oh, you're your shepherd. It is how God is going to answer it. 
God, nowhere the has God had wrote that. Uh, God stood in front of Isaac and said, He said that do not God appeared. How? Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. The next one. Verse 3. Sejourn in this land, and I will be with thee and bless thee the same west. Lord, can you be with me as I stay in this city? Can you be with me? They say it's difficult here in bronze. They say it's difficult here in New York. But if I know that if you are with me, the way you were with Abraham, the way you were with Isaac, and the way even you were with Jacob, no matter how my boss is, I believe that I will succeed. Yes. My business will grow. Amen. Yeah. These are the words. Yes. Let's jump to, I think, verse 12. Verse 12, please. We know. Then Isaac sowed in that land mm-hmm. and received in the same year and hundred. Can you see that? Yes. When God is giving you the answer, it doesn't take longer. The same year. The same year. The same year. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, I don't know what the Lord is telling you. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have to travel? Some people have to take a decision and say that, you know what? Yes, I've been here. God has been gracious. I've mm. done many great things. But I mm. think back home, I will do much better. Yeah. One time I looked at the sister's face and I said, that I think you should go back home. Mm. I don't know how the person took it. Yeah. Because sometimes you can say that apart from, God will provide through men. So as you are chatting with me, I can see that you have a lot of support back home. If you go back home, you will do well. Yeah. The network is very strong. Very strong. And I say it here. The same bread, some of the brethren, you can see that if you can just go back home and then understand how things are done over there. Because over there, it's not like here. You have to understand. That's why I tell people, you don't get up, get $200,000, transfer everything, ship four containers, 40-footer containers, and say, I'm going and stay back home. You lose everything and come back. You have to know and understand. I tell people all the time. If you want to know, after service shepherd's meeting, ask me. <laughs> and I will show you. What a blessing. Yeah. Can you just relocate to America from just one touch? You come here and then you, have, you will settle here. Hey! That is why some of us, when we came, we didn't know, even know how the credit system works. You say, you are a volume customer, then you took four credit cards. By the time you were where? You were in, you were in the hole. Big hole. Credit debts. Yeah, that is what it means. It means you don't know. But the person who has been here for some time will tell you that everybody, that's the word, valued customer. When did I become a valued customer? <laughs> But the same credit card can work for you if you understand it and you have been here very well. Yeah. That time I was telling somebody, I'm a Delta Platinum. It's not because of anything. Delta Platinum, that means when I get to JFK and I'm hungry, I will go to their club for free. When I buy a ticket, and it's even it's the economy, automatically the seat goes to economy comfort. And once you're in economy comfort, when they are looking for upgrade to business class, 
they look at the diamond and the platinum people. And I can accumulate a lot of mass. Mass I have now by the grace of God. I can go to Ghana now, now, with only $149 with my mouse. It came from the credit card. I don't pay any interest. You can ask my children. No interest. And I'm teaching them. I said, pay off the statement balance. Once you pay off the statement balance, no credit and no interest. Yeah. And once I keep doing it, they keep on bringing many things. Oh, hey. Okay. 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 Hallelujah. You have to what about somebody who is just relocating from the other side? And how would the person understand this? Hallelujah. The next one, maybe let's take maybe two more. The next one, the next way by which God can provide for us is through the, I've given you the, the traveling, I've given you the stay, right? It's through um, the evening seed or the morning seed, or both. Through the evening seed, or the morning seed, or evening seed. Both of them. Ecclesiastes 6, 11, 6, amplified. Are you happy that you came to church today? Oh, yes. Eleven six, Barcelona, please. Ecclesiastes eleven six. Mm-hmm. In the morning sow your seed, and in the evening withhold not your hands, mm-hmm. for you know not which shall prosper, whether this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Can you see that? Wow. God saw it. In the morning sow your seed. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. In the evening do what? Sow your seed, and then God gave you the reason. They give you three possibilities. And the three for number one, you don't know whether the morning seed will work or the evening seed will work or both of them will work. So don't withhold. Keep sowing. Hallelujah. And in those days, their business was farming. So the only way to harvest, have a bountiful harvest is for you to sow more seeds. Hallelujah. So when you sow more seeds, then that means you sow in the morning, even if it is late. I mean, to me, it tells me that evening seed is like, it's almost you are late. And that is the message that probably God is giving to us. That some of us may probably have, we are thinking that our age is not, not, does not even help us to start a business. But God is saying that, that you don't know that even the evening seed, that is what it will work much better for you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. We need to sow. There's no be successful, wealthy, or businessman who does only one thing. Yeah. They do morning seats and they do evening seats and they do both. Yeah. One day I was back home and I saw that all the grandmothers and the grandfathers who were, for those who come from where I come from, were started business like Auntie Fisher's fathers, them, and 
They were, they have, they had a place called Katamanto. They were the people, original business people. Hallelujah. They started the business and doing the business. Many of them became poor. Why? While they were sowing over there, they didn't think about expanding and sowing more in the evenings. So at a point, the city developed and left them behind. Hallelujah. Am I sharing something with you, please? It's so important. The key to, for our development, our success in this denomination is this morning seeds and the evening seeds. The seeds are many branches, many branches, many branches. So when we come together like that, imagine Bishop comes around if we have a place and we are having a family service. New York and New Jersey. I don't think we can get a place to go. It is from the morning seats and the evening seats. How can we bring into our personal lives? Look at all the, the Jewish people. Look at the buildings that they built. Have you seen only two-story and three-story type of buildings? Go to Co-op City. Go to the Co-op City, the one on the uh, Bay something something. And even where the bronze, the center of the bronze place. Wow. Yeah. I think that's where Auntie Tina is. That also is a co-op. Hallelujah. Look at the building, the size of the building. Apartment. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one. Well, Reverend, I mean, I, I'm not a Jew. Wow. I'm not a Jew person, Jewish person. I don't have that amount of money. <laughs> then, can you bring it into your normal life? If I want to invest into real estate, then can I do one room, two room, studios, 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 and keep going, and keep going like that? Instead of five bedroom, and then you dress one room for my visitors. The whole year, how many visitors have you received? And it's not only buying here, even building back home. Back home. Back home. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Morning seed, evening seed, morning seed, evening seed, morning seed. You build small, small. Gone are the days I, I want to build my dream, my retirement home, five bedroom house. No. Right now, if you tell me, I say no. One time, one of the brethren in other, one of the branches said, Reverend, I've, I've given up in the property that we are doing. I said, what? I said, my, my family days, I said, how many rooms? He told me, four-bedroom house. I said, you know what? When I travel back home, I will go and check it for you. When I got there, I called them over here. I, we, I, we were not here yet. I called them. I said, I'm here. So what do you want to do? So I want to complete. I said, this, this thing, four-bedroom house, I want to complete it. I want to divide it into two apartments for you, if you agree. I went with only a pen and a paper. And that is what you have to believe. The spirit upon you, eh? It's like the spirit that was upon, what is the guy's name? Bezerel. Yeah. That is the, how anointing can lead to see certain things that other people will not see. 
can I share certain things with you? I don't know if I can. I can. Because one time, when Apostle left 2003, the reason why I'm, I'm saying that Apostle left 2003 and Reverend Bading took over, you know, I had a, a friend, a family, I mean, family friends, you know, we were all in the church, everything. So they don't understand why Reverend Bading, only time he's preaching, my family, my family, why he's the only person who has a family. I say, hey, people can say things, oh. So you can't say, when we went to church, instead of preaching the word of God, he said his life is this. Is. But I believe that God will give you another idea. Even if you have four, God will add it to, to become five. Hallelujah. It is not if it is not already there. Are you with me? You know, I used to carry homecoming started. I went almost all the homecomings. And anytime I'm going, Pastor Nana, we prepare. Can you say amen? amen. Uh-huh. We prepare. I take something, some money with me. Sometimes I take about 10000 I take about 15000 I wanted to find something to do. And I would go. And then sometimes I come back. Many times I came back with the money. Amen. I didn't know what to do. But I remember when we were beloveds. And... Development of properties was something that I don't know whether where I come from or my background or anything. So when we were not married and we're beloved, I had opportunity to buy two pro- properties, and I followed. That is why copying and attaching yourself to right people. I told my friend. He said, right. "My friend told me that my master, who is a businessman, he is the one who knows a lot of land. If one out, he said, I can talk to him." He said, one, one Saturday, he said, come with me. And I followed him. We went to the chiefs. I said, he asked me, how many plots do you want to buy? I said, I don't have money. I said, I just did one or two things. We want only one. He said, go, buy more. That is there. You can see that he said, a mentor leading you. I said, I said, don't worry. You, I said, I want four. Then the chief said, all of you cannot use the four in your name. You have to change. That is, then I said, I don't know. I don't have anybody. The person I know is L.P. Pam. We are not married. So use two for her name and use two for my name. Are you with me? So this thing was there. So when we wanted to do something, we didn't know what to do. And then this same friend, 2005, and says that, well, one of the things you can do, people are developing, you can de- begin to develop, make blocks, bricks, whether blocks or bri- bricks, Whatever we can call it for you to understand. I said, yeah. Within two weeks, I had two rooms, everything. And then I left. And then when I left, they fixed the machine, hydraulic machine and everything. People started buying. And then we saw that when somebody comes to buy the bus, we need to deliver it. I ordered a truck from Asia. And they brought it. I remember father bought all his blocks from me. Are you with me? At a point, I found out that the caretaker was not. Then I wanted to do something. The guy said, my friend said that, I have a friend who has an apartment. If you can do that, this is years ago. Then I said, how? He said, I will show you. Do you need an architect? He said, I have a draft person. I went to the draft man. He showed me. He gave me something. I took it to the place. Fast forward, 
one plot of land by the grace of God between Epipam and I. And the guidance of this, my friend, who is a mentor, we put two flats, 12 flats, two bedrooms on it. If you ask me how, I, don't, I can't explain. Do you have parking space for the people? We have parking, enough parking space. Why? Because I stood in our room here and I found out that the two rooms that the kids are is either by 10, 10 by 11 or 11 by 11. And I told them that give us that size. And the people said, here, it's not like that. But if God gives you a vision, don't listen to what other people will say. Hallelujah. They may not understand. Can you imagine how if Joseph had taken his time to try to explain to Reuben, trying to explain to Judah, trying to explain to uh, Issachar, trying to explain to um, even Benjamin. Benjamin, even the same mother, the same father, Benjamin would have been confused. Even the father was confused. Are you saying that I'm going to bow to you? You are the one that God has revealed. Why are you just... You know, yes, in the multitude of counselors, but sometimes you are so convinced that this thing, this thing that God has, show, has showed me, it will work. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. It's so important. Wow. What is the point? Every seed, uh, evening seed and morning seed. Yeah. It was when we were about to um, finish this, we even finished it. Then, one time, I was going back home, and then a man of God, I won't mention the name, gave me a very nice amount of dollars, thousands, to go and give it to somebody. So when I took, and I saw the person, the person said, meet me at the bank. So whilst we were waiting, I said, ah, what are you going to do with this? Then he, he told me, microfinancing. I said, what is that? He explained. Then I remember that somebody, one of my nephews, was working with a company like that. Then I called him. I remember what I was driving from, from Kumasi to Accra. I called him. And I said, what is this? He said, this and that. Uncle, since you've been coming, I mean, I wanted to tell you. I said, we can do it. He said, yes. How much do we need? He told me that amount. I said, we can start. Today, by the grace of God, with all the microfinances that they have closed, government has shut down all of them. I was going through Bank of Ghana, got the certificate. By the grace of God, we have people that we, at the end of the month, is it the joy, not the joy of even getting something, the joy that you have given a job to somebody. And the people, when they see you, can see that they're very happy. Recently, when I went, I saw one of them, I said, wow, you have put on weight, it looks like good life. And what is that? Just giving loan. It starts why it's called micro, micro financing, giving loans, 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 loans. People wake up, they know that they are going to an office. People wake up, you enter, they get up, and they salute you. 
Are you with me? Sometimes people come for an interview. I don't even want to ask them questions. I look at them and say, may the message of God. I was there like you before. I used to go to office on office and office to look for a job. If you're a good person, we'll employ you. And by the grace of God, when they shut down a lot of them, our worst, they even give us licenses. That we have it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Why am I saying all this? I'm saying this to bring it to us to the last point that I'm giving to close. And then the point is that the next way by which God can provide it for us, for us, is through a method by which is not our profession. A method by which it is not our profession. Please, bear with me. You know, I've come to understand that it's very difficult to have a church in two hours. Something that it is not our profession. Can you trust God and begin to receive from something that is not where you, you know, you have you been trained Mark chapter 6, 1 to 3. Luke chapter 8, 1 to 3, please. Mark chapter 6, 1 to 3. Luke chapter 8, 1 to 3. Thank you, my dear. When you go to school, we really miss you. Mark 1, 6. Mark 6, 1. Jesus went away from there and came to his own country and hometown Nazareth, and his disciples followed with him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, uh -huh. saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Mm. Verse 3. Is not this cap the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, mm. and, and Jose, mm. and of Judah, mm. and Simon, mm. and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Can you see that? Go yes. back, go back. Jesus, how are well, were they? He said that is it not the carpenter's son? That means his profession was carpentry. But look at how God fed him. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 8, 1 to 3. But when I saw this, that's something I've seen so many times, but Luke it had eight. not been revealed to me this way before. Luke 8, yes. 1. And it came to pass afterward that he went through throughout every city and village, mm -hmm. preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And the twelve were with him. Mm -hmm. Verse 2, please. And also some women who, and a certain woman, which had been healed of evil spirits mm -hmm. and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. Yeah, verse 3. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Stewart, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their what? Substance. Their substance. Let me read another version. New Living Translation, verse 3. Joanna, the wife of, the wife of Chusa, if it's right, Herod's business manager, Susanna, Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support who? Jesus. To support who? Jesus and his Was he not a carpenter? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So, brothers and sisters, God is showing us that, yes, you can be trained in, uh, in nursing, you can be trained in engineering, you can be trained in accounting, you can be trained in pharmacy, you can be trained as a doctor, but God can also, apart from that, use other things to provide. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are we looking out for such things? I have come to understand that our people, like our type, we like to depend on the things that we trained in. We don't like to explore. We don't like to explore at all, at all. So you see that the trend is the same. Finish school, get a job, find a nice place to live, buy a house, and then that's it. You are in. And then you work, you work, you work, you work, hoping that you, you can save. Look, you know, that time I was calculating, even child, one of the gifts that we can give to our children, my dear mothers and sisters, is the gift of giving them education without a loan. Yeah. Without a loan. Count the cost. It can easily be but it can easily not work well because what your expectation cannot be met from the child. But it's a gift that you have given. And if we trust God and we all work together, I'll tell you, it is possible. The children that God has given to us, they will not go wayward. They will develop well. Glory be to God. They will develop well. Yeah. Are you flexible when God says that change? Remember the, the, the previous point. I was saying all these things. It was when I saw Genesis 13, 14. Then I saw that, uh-uh, I made a mistake. You know, it was, it's not a mistake per se. I don't know if you get it. All the things that we have done back home, it's not a mistake. Right now, by the grace of God, if we say we are going to retire, we, don't, we won't live here. Because I've come to understand that if you want to retire, you want to live here, you have to also live in a certain way. If you want to go back home, are you, really, are you even ready to go back home? Can you have enough support? Financial support? Physical support? Emotional support? Are you, are you, are you with me, please? Yeah. Yeah, Janice. And Lord has... After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abraham, look as far as you can see in every direction. Give me the King, King James. Please. After Lot, and the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot was separated from him, lift, down, lift up now thy eyes and look from. That is when my mind switched back from back home and decided that I need to do more here. I need to do more here. And I'm trusting God. And the one that I can attach myself to learn from, I humble myself. Sometimes I'll be working for people now. I, I used to tell the person, I tell my children, some, the person who is even guiding us, I'm older than the person by 10 years. But when I see the person, I tell the person, you are my mentor. Teach me. I don't know anything. Can we go to that level and say that what I need to know, I need to do. This is the person who has the key. Can I go to him and then let him lead me to the kingdom? Hallelujah. Brethren, are you with me, please? I don't know. The business. The business. I heard Bishop talking about some years ago, IT. 
I trained as a mechanical engineer. I don't know why I did it, but somehow, after I finished and I worked a little bit, ah, it wasn't going well. I don't know, it's not, it's not because it's going well, but when I came here, I, when I found out that even to engineering, you know, to get engineering degree and the paycheck and everything, I found out that no, 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 no. It will not work well. That's why I switched to IT. When I switched to IT, I've been doing IT all these years. But my IT was system administration. For those who know IT, we are the back workers in the server room, big, big computers. We build them, we, we configure them, do all this, all of them. To a point 2017, 18, God wanted me to switch. And that is when I, I believe I became very adamant and more phlegmatic. And it cost me. Are you with me? Can I share my life with you? Yeah. It did cost me. Please. I remember one of the brothers. In fact, yesterday I was with him. He was telling me, Reverend, I went to New York and I took cybersecurity class. I said, cybersecurity class? I said, I paid $3,000. I said, I'm going to write this. I said, wow, it's very interesting. He showed me. I said, these are some of the things I do at work. But I have not qualified them as cyber security. So then I also like to write the exam. 2017 ending, the whole of 2018. I said, are you going to write? The wife told me that, Reverend, if you don't put pressure on this guy, this guy will not write. I said, write so that when you finish writing, give the books. You can show me the books and then I will also write. You know, the person, I put pressure, pressure, pressure. The person did not. Then we left. We came here 2019. Just for COVID to come, and the AT&T said, we are separating you. And when they were going to separate me, my director looked at me. He said, Kwame, I wish we can stay. But I have five jobs. When he brought the jobs, they are all cybersecurity jobs that you need certification. Could it be that God was preparing me for such a time? And I allowed my delay things, my phlegmatic stuff, my, oh, it's okay, I'm comfortable, you know, 18, 18 after 20 years, I mean, what, can, what, what are they going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. God loves us, your brethren. If we can only hear well. Hear well. As I'm preaching, eh, God is impressing upon somebody. Recently, I was telling one of the, I believe that talented young ladies, I said, I want you to start this profession. Use it to start your own business. And I, I said, talk to this person. This person has, has developed the business. There are times that people come to me, and they say, Reverend, are they rested? And I, sometimes I tell them, this brother here, I said, talk to this person, this brother Joe. I said, talk to him. Talk to him. One of the things that amaze me that we have this brother here, that we have Leslie. Yesterday, somebody was giving a testimony about Leslie. I said, Wow. I said, If only. You know, look at the cathedral. The cathedral, they did not use a lot of professionals. So this Leslie, Joe, a few brothers in New York, Newark Church that I know, they were there professionals. They built the whole cathedral, including Sandra V, managing behind the scenes there, the money. Oh, yes! 
can we see this and say that, wow, I'm not here. I'm not here by accident. God has brought me to all these people because for a reason. Can we see that? Can we see that? And sometimes, you know, the fact that sometimes I cannot do it does not mean that I shouldn't share. I can share. I can say, talk to this person. See that. And I will go back. Have you heard this person? No. Have you done this? No. Have you done this? No. So, how will the blessing, the provision come from God? When I understood cybersecurity, look, because of working from home and internet, the cyber attacks, it has increased. And now many companies, because if you make a mistake and somebody got hold of your data and take it as ransom and say that before I can release all your customers from Target or Walmart, you have to pay $6 million. If the company is going to release $150,000, $140,000 a year for you to protect that $6 million, won't they do it? They will do it. Aren't you every man right? Yeah. People's data, people's credit cards. Now the banks are becoming wild because when somebody abuses your card, they pay the money back to you. Is that not true? Who don't think they would like to pay that money? Therefore, they will pay somebody 150, 120, 130, 100,000. You know, I talked to, when I got it, I, I scanned through the church of God. The church of God. I said, some of the brethren, I think they need financial support, I mean, improvement. I talked to them. Sometimes I will come. The way I counsel is casual. And even by virtue of not having any place to sit, I will be standing there and I will be chatting like that. And I will ask you a few questions and I will tell you, do this, do that. Many people, they don't do it. I told one particular person, I want you to go to cybersecurity. Where you work, if you do cybersecurity, you will see how you will, be, you, they will move you from your current environment to another environment. Recently, there was a huge accident. I said, if this person had listened to me, probably he wouldn't have been on the field. So when I was praying last Friday, I was just crying. Just crying if the people of God can see the reason why we are here at this time. And this voice, a time will come, it will not be heard. Okay? Because we all know how things can be done in the church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Let's begin to meditate on this message I've shared with you. Listen to it over and over and over and over. You have something. By all means, help it. You have something. I've shared a lot of things with you. You know, you have something. Lydia, you have something. You have something. Hallelujah. Only way to do the thing is that don't let me talk to you once and then you take off and then when you go and hit a wall, you say, oh, it didn't work and then you stop it. That's no way we mentor. You go back and that's how God even guides us in Proverbs. In all thy ways, acknowledge. The acknowledgement means that come back and ask the question. Remember, Joel, sorry, Bishop Joel showed this revelation for some of us that have been around. The directed path. Do you remember the airport one? When you come out of the, um, um, the jet, you don't see anybody there. There's no security. They keep guarding you. Move here. When you get there, you hit the wall. God will tell you that this is not the way. So you go back to the mentor 
and ask. You go back to the mentor and ask. You go back to the mentor and ask. Let's continue next week, please. Can we please be on our feet for a moment, please? Thank about it before. Remember the riddle that Samson had. That he put the honey in a carcass. Many times that's how God does his things. That means the person that you have to go to to get the guidance and the direction, the person may not smell the way you would like to. The person will not smell good. Sometimes the smell will not even come from you going to the person, but you smell the person from another person because of the testimony the person is giving. But I want you to know that Pastor Nana's testimony about me, it shouldn't be her testimony about me. She has to relate with me to a point that she will get to know that actually her own testimony. Are you with me? Therefore, if there's a negative thing about Pasanana, I should be able to go beyond it and allow God to give me what Nanana and Pasanana needs to give to me to support me in this church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And this is what we are trusting God for. Father, we thank you. We honor you for your word. Help us, O oh God. Open our eyes. Grant us the grace to live for you well. It is your will that our, their path, our path will shine brighter and brighter and brighter. It is your will that your children will, will prosper. We cannot be a byword, Lord, and testify genuinely about you. And therefore, grant us the grace and the humility to do what we need to do. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Hallelujah. Let's take our tithe and our offerings. Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. 
Kadesh Family Church Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.